Julia Show, my talk 107 on everything entertainment. Thank you for being part of the festivities today. And we've got festivities coming up for you the rest of the week. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all of the shows from Jason on down to us. We'll all be doing our shows from the AC by Marriott Hotel. That's at 4th and Hennepin. We are looking for celebrity sightings, and we're hoping that you will aid us by letting us know if you see celebrities. I got a call today that uh, the hot word is that Justin Timberlake is renting a house in Egan from some bigwig CEO type. Well, we've heard Wyzetta, now Wyzetta. Oh, yeah. That's what I told the caller. I said, oh, well, we heard something different yesterday. He yeah. was making, he was doing something at Target Midway yesterday. He <laughs> ate at the fish place downtown. Octo Fish Bar. Yep, last night. Sunday night. Our hashtag is my talk celeb. Yeah. Please call in our show, 651 I think it's early, though, you know, for people. I well, mean, I know the teams are here. I know Justin Timberlake is here. The media is here. But, yeah. But for, uh, you know, I think Some of the, I think Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday is when we're going to start right. seeing the influx. Now, we do have a pair of tickets if you want to um, go to the Off the Field Players Wives Fashion Show at the Galleria on Friday. We have a pair of tickets if you are available from 1130 a.m to 2.30 p.m. Yes. to go to the fashion show and uh, 651-641-1071. Let's give it to the sixth caller today. Wow. Alrighty. I know. We're all, right. all really mixing it up. But, all right. Um, I do uh, some football appearances that are for sure happening. Brett Favre will be at Ridgedale this Saturday. Yep. yep. From 11 to 12.30. Mm-hmm. So if you're a Brett Favre fan, Randall McDaniel will be at Macy's Mall of America Friday Okay. From three to four. Okay. Issa Ray and Maria Menunos are at, going to be at the Pantages Theater. Doing um, what? Well, we're not invited. Wait a you minute. can't buy really? tickets for oh, that. that sounds yeah. heavenly. I know. I, this is uh, Maria Menunos is emceeing the third annual In the Huddle Women's Summit with actress Issa Ray is the featured speaker, and all kinds of uh, people are going to be going to that. And I think that's Friday. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, uh, Friday. But yeah, it's invitation only. Oh. But Issa Ray and Maria Menounos, there, there could be sightings yes, there on could. Friday. Yes, there could be. And then uh, Adrian Peterson will be at the at Macy's on Saturday from 11 a.m. Mall of America? Mm-hmm, at the Mall of America. Oh, my gosh. All right. And tonight, just to let everyone know, from 4 to 10, it's reggae night downtown at the NFL Experience on 8th and um, Hennepin. Ipso Facto is playing. Um, who else is playing? Let's see. Um, International Reggae All-Stars, DJ Maddie Matt, Social Holic. You know, you know all those bands, Lori. You know. Yeah. But one of the things, so my friend went last night to NFL Live. And um, she got down there early and they went and had some cocktails in a local bar. Mm-hmm. And then they went out to go back out. And by the time they went back out, it was nine o'clock because they just wanted to see the final um, Prince tribute brand, the revolution, the revolution. Uh-huh. And they couldn't get in t- near the experience. The police said that we have too many people here. You have to, you can't come in. And then she said, we'd see all these people come out, but yet we couldn't go in. Yeah. And so then they were trying to sneak in through skyways mm-hmm. in different ways. And they said they felt very much left out yeah it's too bad that they couldn't have figured out a way to had it to do that at target field 
on the field. Like they could have put something down. They could have got somebody to sponsor mm. because then people could have, you could have had as many people yeah, I as think, you wanted and they would have been able to sell a ton of stuff and you wouldn't have, you might you, not have had the body heat keeping people right. warm, but that's tight space because it's a long, narrow street. Yeah. So, but one of the things people say is that get there early, get there early if yep. you really want to go, mm-hmm. if you really want to see everybody and see some of the other stuff down there, because there's a lot of pop-up shops and all this other stuff going on. Um, tonight, if you want to laugh with some legends, there's a comedy show with Joe Piscopo, Chris Reed, and Billy D. Washington. Oh my gosh, and that'd be great. Where's I know, that at? Joe Piscopo. I know. Wow. This is at <laughs> JoeJointComedyClub.com, and it is... Um, it's, uh, let's see, there's going to be appearances by NFL players, live and silent auctions, benefit charity. It's at 8 o'clock tonight, 50 to $100. And it's um, Sibley Memorial Highway oh, the, in St. Paul. Yeah. Yes. Wait, I know oh, Lori, this would be fun. Mm-hmm. So it's Laugh with Legends. It's right off of Highway 13. Yes. That would in be, Lilydale. Yes. Oh, that sure. would totally mm-hmm. be fun. Radio Row, I don't know if you've seen pictures, but it's, it's like... It's a fundraiser, too. They're yeah, raising tonight. money for so something. Be f- between 15 and $100, that would be really fun. Yeah. Radio Row, if you want to go out to the Mall of America on the Level 3, it's been taken over by all these different radio stations from all over. All the sports stations yeah. in, in all of the land. Yep, Including in our all brothers the down the hall. Yeah. Yep. Are they having fun? Did you talk to anybody over um, at ESPN? I haven't. I haven't. It looked like fun. Last night, I guess, if I would have answered my voicemail, I got invited to the NFL opening ceremony kind of thing where both the teams went down to the Excel Center and they were interviewed by media. Oh, I saw. That's yeah. where Tom Brady yes. was asked about that uh, Boston. Yeah, the guy that said his, it took, made some very disparaging remarks well, about his I young saw daughter. It, it wasn't no, so bad. It wasn't Donnie, that bad. He, he was talking little... about, okay, but I'll just give you context. He was okay. talking about Tom Brady's documentary, whatever it is, Times. But I heard it's amazing. Yeah, which I've heard. It's, it's yeah. like a six-part thing. And the guy is showing a clip of Tom Brady yelling to his daughter, who's in the kitchen from right. the living room. And she's just like going, Daddy, shut up, or something and he like said that. She's just acting like he a said it looked like a stage scene, and his daughter was being a little pissant. Big deal. That's exactly what he said. Well, it was enough to get that guy suspended because by the radio Tom station. Brady calls into that radio station yeah, once a, a week, right. and that yeah. station has the radio broadcasting right. right. So it's a bigger thing. That but he, he did say he, he said doesn't he doesn't want, want him to get fired. Lose, yeah, lose no, his job. I did hear him say that. Yes, yeah. he doesn't want him to And lose he also his job, said, yeah. you know, his mom is from Bowerd or Bowen, Minnesota, or somewhere. Let me see where the hell she's from. I heard that. Yeah, she's from Bowerville, Minnesota, and he said. Um, you know, yeah, it's cool being back here because about two weeks ago, we weren't thinking about the Super Bowl, really. But my mom and I, I said to my mom, because they're so tight, um, mom, might be in Minnesota. And he said that and they were like, this would be so cool because he does have relatives back here. He said, you know, his mom grew up here. Whatever. Yeah, population. Everyone wanted to talk to Tom Brady. No one wanted to talk so, to any of the other players. Yeah, I know. I know it is. Uh, GMA has a correspondent, a Super Bowl correspondent from Minnesota, this gal uh-huh. that won the assignment. And Casey and I are watching TV because, you know, he's basically semi-retired now and home with me a lot. So and you get to share that experience Yeah, together. and he says to me, he says, how can someone who, because uh, the woman is a, a Packer fan, he said, uh-huh. how can you be a Minnesota correspondent no. for GMA and be a Packer fan? No kidding. How he's, did she get that gig? I don't know, but he just thought that was wrong, wrong. I do, too. <laughs> I do, too. But Guillermo is here from Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, and yeah. 
you know, there's 5,000 different media wow, that's outlets amazing. that are here. And it was very funny because they had like Good Morning Brazil. Yeah. You know. Julia, they, look mm-hmm. at the Screen Actor Guild Award, all the international mm-hmm. coverage that was there. I mean, it's not this many, but anyway, mm-hmm. we got to go. It's time as if this hasn't been random enough. You're telling us how much Tom Brady's mom loved living here when she was growing. Is that what you're just telling us? Patrick Royce did a story on it. Really? On Browerville? Yes. Yeah. I was talking to him the day Digging he, deep. I yes. was talking to him. He says, well, I'm going to Browerville tomorrow. I love it. All right, mm-hmm. listen, we will. If you're a Brady fan, this is must-read sports writing. We'll be right back. The radio home of now trending reports at the bottom of every hour. My Talk 107.1. Everything Entertainment. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Okay. To you, Julia. <laughs> all right. Well, set your alarms because a big darn deal is going to be happening. Is this tomorrow morning? Yes. To- tomorrow, we're going to be experiencing... A so-called super blue blood moon. Oh, and, fantastic. And what it Whatever is... Whatever that it means. It's a combination of... Is it because it's the second one? A super moon is just means it's the second full moon in a month. Right. So they call it a super moon. And then a blue moon um, because it's going to shine 14% brighter because they are distance from the sun right now mm-hmm. and where we are. And then the blood moon is because the total lunar eclipse makes it takes on a red hue so all this stuff is going to be happening it means cops firefighters Tomorrow. emts hospitals uh-huh. werewolves yeah yeah lyft <laughs> uber taxi yep. drivers are it's the all first time mm-hmm. in good. more than 150 years that the trifecta of events will coincide so there you go. So that's tomorrow. Okay. So and if, if it's snowing and stuff tomorrow night, you yeah. can still see it. If skies are clear, you can take a look around. But that's tomorrow a full morning. moon all weekend. So that means people are going to be crazy. I like it. I like it like that. All mm-hmm. right. So six fifty one tomorrow morning, you can look outside and see it too. Okay. So I'm saving that. Write it in your day timers. Um, this is if you wanted to know what happens um, it, with Mardi Gras with all the beads. What does happen to all those? They throw cabbies? them down the sewers. What? What? Uh-huh. So, so Mardi Gras. Oh, so it catches when the it's the water gets cleaned or something. No, they people just are lazy and throw it in the streets, Lori, and it all goes into the sewer system. So they, you can see they are cleaning in the trees. it out. Okay, they are cleaning it out. Mardi Gras is a couple of weeks away. They hired crews to clean out the storm drains from a five-block area in the French Quarter mm-hmm. where the parade is, kind of the epicenter. They wound up sucking up 93,000 pounds of beads from the sewers. Wow. That's over 46 tons of beads. Do they rewash and them they didn't them? realize they didn't realize <laughs> like how many beads were down there and that they were probably clogging the system. Man. That's a ton. Because okay. you do see them still hanging from uh-huh. trees. You absolutely do. You do, you do, you do. Okay, some other things that are happening are um, if you have a cold nose, like you run cold. You know, dogs' noses are cold. Uh-huh. Do you know that? Yes. Okay. It's a sign you're working too hard. My nose is freezing right now. 
Oh, really? Uh, according to a new study out of the University of Nottingham in England, the temperature of your nose is directly connected to how hard your brain is working. The more mentally exhausted people, the more you're mentally exhausted, the colder your nose gets. Feel your nose right now. So it's cold, mine's cold. As Regardless of whether... I don't know if I believe that your nose is we, cold. I'll have to feel, feel it, it for myself. Seriously. Um, they think your brain is working so hard. Do you feel like your brain's really working on overtime right now? Seriously? It's just seriously. working. Yeah, seriously. It's we're just, not... I'm so kidding yeah, okay, right now. Fine. Come on. Fine, fine. I'm so well, kidding. I see, you, I see you scrambling over there for like you're looking for things. So no. I thought maybe you are working. But if your brain is working really hard, it's using all the blood. And so it takes it away from your face. So like accountants and around yeah. April 15th. But, yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Would you do you think this is remember we had the cronut, <laughs> the croissant, donut. Mm-hmm. Now there's a tacro. And it's a taco shell, half taco shell, half croissant. Do you think that sounds good at all? No. Either do I. Mm-mm. Okay. Um It's a, got, got a terrible name too. It does. It totally My does. Favorite, Give us the name again. It, 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 don't even do tacro. Yeah, <laughs> what's more incredible is that what got washed all out of the picture yesterday with Donna Millsgate was the fact that Julia, all her life, has called Knots Landing Knox Landing. Yeah, Always. we did discover that. And Always. only Jason, yeah. eagle-eyed Jason, eagle-eared <laughs> Jason, picked up on it. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of so you. I call it Knox Landing. I, but I, I kept thinking you're saying not to, but yeah, you're yeah. going like that, but you're calling it Knox. Mm-hmm. He called me out on his TV show this morning yeah. for saying um, Knox. biopic. Yeah. Instead of biopics. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did that one for years, yeah. too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed third grade. It was a critical year. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I went to an biopic. open school for third grade and yeah. didn't do anything. All right. So, a woman. Yeah, with, think you're, you're a third grader. <laughs> Set your own assignment. It's going to be recess all day long. It was. <laughs> yeah, I believe we it. We didn't have. <laughs> I believe English. it. I believe oh, it. I can't even tell you. Okay. So, anywho. Um, let's see what else is happening. I want to remind people, this is us. Their Super Bowl episode is going to be on after the Super Bowl. So it's the Super NBC. So it's not on tonight. I don't know if it's on tonight, Lori. I don't think so. Well, this is what they're telling us to do with our DVRs, Donnie. Yes. We're going to have to. Okay. So for starters, the network has coded the 63 minute episode to start Sunday night at 1015, 915 Central. So this is us is going to start at nine fifteen central time, mm-hmm. and we we are supposed to record it for a total of eighty minutes to help prevent the recording from starting late and cutting off any portions of the episodes. Mm-hmm. And they said, as a safe, just to tape, play it tape safe, the show after tape the show, tape your news, tape the Tonight Show with Jimmy Kemp Fallon, because who knows if it's going to start late or what's going to happen. But you're going to want to catch it all. Yeah. So is this is us on tonight? I know there's a certain address on tonight. Oh, that's that's right. right. State of the Union is tonight. Oh, that's right. So that's why. That's right. Mandy Moore, Donnie posted a photo. She's on the cover of Cosmo. Beautiful. She's the March issue. Yeah. She's gorgeous. All right. So there's a couple other things that are going on right now. Um, Is that do you know why all the Disney princesses wear blue? I don't. Every single one. Waiting for Prince Charming, all of them, they all wore blue. From Jasmine to Belle to Ariel to Snow White, they all wore blue in some shade or another. And far from stereotypical princey pinks, 
These icons were all dressed in bold aqua cornflower navy. Even Dorothy on the Wizard of Oz wore the blue pinafore, you know, checked and socks. Blue is apparently the color of trust, calmness, and serenity. So it was as well as dictated it. I mean, I want a better answer than that. No, just it's a coincidence. I don't know because they didn't wear pink. Cinderella, you would think, would wear a pink gown. She wore a blue one. Yeah. And according to executive director of Pantone Color Institute, we all have a natural preference for blue because of the sky. And we've known this in marketing. Blue is a color that people look forward to seeing. All the makeup is always in blue packaging, the fancy. Well, that is some randomly weird stuff that we learned today. Thank you. I'm here to please. We've got Kenny with the traffic. And when we come back, uh, the Go-Go's, the musical, the date has been set, people. We know you're waiting for it. Do I dare say it? All right. Welcome back, everybody. We have one one man in the running for Manuary where we're going to donate $3,000 to their charity. And Hunter Cantrell, you are our last man standing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Hunter, we haven't. I I don't think we had you on our show yet. Yeah, we did. Oh, we Lori and I were gone. We were in LA, and I met you briefly at the Manuary kickoff party. But can you just share briefly your story with everybody and why they should vote for you and your charity? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's a pleasure to to be on the show, and it's, it's an honor to even have been able to get to round three. Thank you. Um, you're you're year, doing it though. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I mean, hey, we're doing it. Um, last year, I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma, um, so I had to take a little bit of time off school. Um, and in that time, I started um, working in local schools in my community, and I really got to know the issues that affect um, a lot of the, the kids and a lot of the families um, in, in this beautiful place where I live, in uh, Savage and in Burnsville. Um, and so when I found out that I was entered in this contest, um, and I was told, hey, you don't pick a charity. Um, I immediately thought of 360 Communities are based in Burnsville, and they help families who are struggling with food insecurity and um, uh, women and children who are victims of uh, domestic violence. So I'm just really, really excited to, for the opportunity to earn some, some good money for them. That's awesome. And, you know, one of the teachers, I think, tweeted us a message at the school, and she said, you are there all the time volunteering with the kids, and what a great guy you are. Oh. <laughs> so that was kind of nice, I thought. Yeah, really. That's very sweet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how, because you, like, you handily, um, whoever you were against in the first round, I mean, you, like, really, it was a very lopsided, like, you won by 80%. I mean, do you have a big social media team? What, what's your strategy? Are you just hounding everyone you know? Do you have your charity behind you, tweeting and Instagramming and Facebooking? Well, <laughs> um, well, I, fortunately, I've always um, had a lot of support from really, really great people. Um, that was how I was able to get through uh, my battle with Hodgkins last year. That's how I've made it this far. Um, is people taking a chance on me and people being willing to, to support me. And, and it's been so awesome that, that people are, are supporting me in this, too. It, it you're really kind of you're really inspiring and i know that you're going to run for aren't you going to run for office yeah i'm actually currently running for state representative in house district 56a which is savage in northwest burnsville good for you how's that going oh uh, you know it's going really well we're having these awesome conversations and, and talking with people um and getting ready for the caucuses on february 6th here oh all right and you're you're committed to health care and education as your platform Yep, yep, making sure that everybody can get the health care they need and making sure that we make an investment 
and adequately funding public education so that every child has the opportunity to succeed. Yeah. Hunter, you're a nice guy. Yeah. And I'm looking at, you know, 360 communities and like, you know, today um, it's domestic violence, homicide, Memorial Day, because we lose people every single day. People have to be aware of what's happening in the Twin Cities. There's no bigger time for sexual trafficking than Super Bowl. I mean, there's really been a lot of awareness. And I, I love that you're involved that, you know, what a great all the causes are good, but this one is like really close to home. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially because um, in 2016, excuse me, mm-hmm. in 2016, 50% of um, of women who were murdered were murdered in uh, as a result of domestic violence. Domestic violence. Yeah, oh, it's a wow. shocking, shocking number, and it is. It is. It's like the other. The one that people never like talking about suicide. Right. It's it's just it's so hard for people to get their head wrapped around that someone who said they loved you would also harm you. Right. Right. You know, and uh, it's just it's really horrific. Oh, Hunter, Hunter. you're so sweet that you (laughs) got choked up about that. We're voting for you now and whenever you run. Thank in the real, so in in the in outside of our manuary thing, but I mean, really, <laughs> it's great that you're giving awareness because that 360 communities. I mean, they've been around for 45 years. Right, helping. right, and and they've helped um, since 1979. They've helped 89,000 people who have um, struggled with um, or tried to cope with domestic violence and and uh, sexual violence. Um, so. They do amazing work in our community, and it's really just a, a very humbling honor to have uh, have the opportunity to, to support them, too. Yeah. Well, well Hunter, what a, what a treat for us. People are going to their phones. You're voting on everything that you have, um, and uh, it's, you've made it to round three, and you're our last guy. And just you're really sweet, and we're just keeping our fingers crossed for you. And thank you for so much for you know being part of it and also for... Promoting 360 communities mm-hmm. as, as a charity organization. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you both, too. It's been a real pleasure. I hope to talk with you soon. Okay, oh, Hunter. Thanks, the Hunter. voting, the voting is open till 1159 oh, and- tonight, and he's up against um, a TV guy that we know who works in this building, so it's really tight. It's basically a 50-50 It's It's race. like 47, and, yeah. and Mike is 53, so we yes. could use some help. Donnie, Hunter. vote on your machine over I there. I already have. Okay, right. thank you. Go to another browser, vote for another All one, right. Hunter. All right, Hunter. Uh, okay, so Julia, yes, um, the Go Go is the musical. The Head Over Heels—that's the name of when it. When we're finally going to go to New York now? Well, here is here are the dates. Okay, okay. their lips are no longer sealed. Um, <laughs> the members of the band, uh, which is being marks the Broadway producing debut of Gwyneth Paltrow, did a concert teaser at the Bowery Ballroom oh, on they? Monday night in New York, and the Go Go's performed. God, Reese is on fire. No, no, this is Goop. Oh, this is oh, Gwyneth. This is Gwyneth. This is Gwyneth right. is producing well, good for this. Her. And the musical's director is the guy who directed Spring Awakening and American Idiot. Wow. So those two shows. And um, we got the beat, vacation, our lips are sealed. Those will all be in it. But the musical is an Elizabethan romp packing <laughs> a prophecy of doom, wow. mistaken identities, and sexual adventures. 
And uh, the Goros. That, that sounds delicious. I know. So I the Elizabethan romp. Like, I, that's like, so it's like 16th century? Right? Uh, yeah, 16th century. I think that'll be, right. be funny. Yep. So anyway, it's the Go-Go's are calling the show a celebration of love in all its forms. And the date, Julia, it yes. says uh, previews begin at Broadway's Hudson Theater June 23rd. Opening night is July 26th. All right. So, Sounds you know, fun. we can see Cher in Chicago if yes, we want to do could. preview, or yeah. we can just do the whole shebang and see Donna Summer go goes head over heels and Cher and just do a whole broad uh, I would, New York I trip. would absolutely love to. Anyway, so, mm-hmm. yep, that's, that's the deal. Sign up right now. We're, Sign getting, up now. we're getting someone to take a big bus of us. <laughs> uh, Barbara Streisand, you know, Holly had brought it up yep. that uh, the memoir was supposed to be done, and Viking Books. Uh, has said it'll come out when it comes out. <laughs> yeah, basically. we'll get to it when we get the to it. The support for her autobiography is undiminished. It's worth waiting for, and um, yeah, here's her. She's you know she's been working on it for two and a half years. I just hope she's not sanitizing the love affairs, but I feel like she will because her list of lovers is impressive, oh. and they're all still alive. Warren all Beatty, of them. check. Ryan O'Neill, check. Chris Christopherson, Don Johnson, John Voight, Richard Gere, Liam Neeson. Andre Agassi. Uh Uh-huh. Everybody's Mm -hmm. alive, so I feel like she is doing Misty's watercolor memories. Yeah. That's too bad. Mm -hmm. Maybe she doesn't feel comfortable with them all still around. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Barbara would, and I feel like, you know, her husband, Jim, what doesn't have any problem with James, that. James, James Jim, Brolin. I think she calls him Jimmy. Yeah, she probably does. Anyway, um, so, well, oh, we'll no. read it whenever it does come I out, know. whenever that is. Okay. And if you want to see the doll, Adele dressed up as Dolly, it's perfection. We, I, I just love it. I mean, just three days ago, she was with Celine Dion. In a Titanic sweatshirt in Las Vegas. Well, she's a she's she's having fun. And why do I just think she's driving across the country and Simon's at the wheel of some big RV? How much fun would that mm-hmm. be? Um, this is just just kind of a funny story, um, Julia, that her? they sent. Um, well, I'll save it for I'll save it for Hollywood Speak. Okay, right? let's save it for Hollywood Speak. We'll be right back with that. The radio home of oh great, now I gotta watch that too. My talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood's speaking! What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of this? Uh, Julia, someone really got a kick out of your calling Rose McGowan having the courage to talk about this as having balls. (laughs) I didn't pick up on that. That's an old fashioned (laughs) saying that I might have to. Yeah. Yeah, we you used know. to say it out that person's got a lot of cojones. Yeah, cojones say, yeah, you know, they've got a lot of balls to say that. I know it. It's it's probably I, I love that the gal uh, copied Rose McGowan in, in the tweet. I think she would laugh about it. Okay, um, okay so uh John Bream, this is just a little story that was in the paper today. Yes. Um he was having a chat with um uh, Terry Lewis of Jimmy Jam oh, yeah, and Terry yeah, yeah, Lewis, yeah. and of course they're doing the Super Bowl live concerts, right. and they worked with Miss uh, Janet Jackson. She spent a lot of time back in the cities back in the day with yep. Rhythm Nation and Control and those albums, and and Bruno Mars. Them. Bruno Just... Mars gave a shout out to Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, and 
And then, of course, the connection with Justin Timberlake, the halftime sewer, the 2004, their famous wardrobe malfunction, which he claims he knew nothing about, which he's lying about. But anyway, uh, John Bream asked Terry Lewis about, will we see Miss Janet Jackson at halftime? Oh, here's what he said. Oh, 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 oh. I wouldn't bet on it. That's what that's what Terry Mm. Lewis said. Mm. I don't know if she likes football that much, but you never know when she's going to stop by. Mm, he's hedging. No, I don't think don't no think so. bloody way. I don't think so. I think that she doesn't. She's not going to give him the satisfaction yeah. of having that. Yeah, you know, he threw her under the bus a long time ago, and why the heck should she give him any more table scraps when she invited him to the table in the first place? All as right. insane, you know well, what I you, mean. You have Hollywood's book. Yeah. You, you have given the story I and bet have responded it. to I the book story. Bet on it, and you put an exclamation behind the story. Okay. Thank you. Okay, don't go crazy, Prince fans. But uh, his estate has won the battle to ban the producer, that guy George Boxell, from releasing music that he did. That All right, he good. Yeah. All right, that's good. Yeah, they they don't want him uh, cashing in on it because it wasn't something that, um, you know, it was just unheard tracks that he had that Prince right. probably didn't know he had. Right. If Prince were alive, he wouldn't let this guy probably release Probably not, it. no. So, yep, got it. Right, that yep. feels like that feels right. Yeah. Um, okay, oh, Alessia Cara, she responds to backlash over her best new artist, Grammy win. No, she's young. Yeah, she's way young. But why Why was she getting backlash? Because people thought that as... People were slamming that she won. Oh, come on. It's the only woman who even won a damn award. Well, there's a reason for it. All right. Lori has the details. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know that she's a millennial generation kid, so the, the, the inclination is to dear diary everything. But I would just say with this, never complain, never explain is a good PR lesson for her to learn right now. Okay, so she, tell me what happened. Because so there was backlash about her vote. There's backlash about any anything if you go on your Instagram and yeah. Twitter and read your stuff. She Ooh. said, I didn't log on to Grammy.com and submit myself. That's not how it works. I didn't ask to be submitted, but I was nominated and won, and I'm not going to be upset about something oh. I've wanted since I was nope. a kid. She should have said nothing. Yeah, say nothing. Just, say nothing. But, mm-hmm. you know, again, and then she did a... It went on and on. I'm aware my music wasn't released yesterday. I'm aware my music has become popular. I'm trying hard. It goes. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, it was a big. That's yeah. too bad. That's they're, they're, too bad. They're complaining because her album came out in 2015. How does that make her eligible for? This always the happens this year? with the Grammys. Yeah, but it isn't her fault. It isn't her fault. No. So someone no, should not. complain to the Grammys. Yeah. And I just would say, don't even do anything. She should have done nothing. Yeah. Because know. no, not I you didn't, didn't even know. know about it. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to know about it. Um. Let's see. Uh, uh, Grammy chief Neil Portnell walks back his women need to step up comment. Here's mm-hmm. what he said. I wasn't as articulate as I should have been. Really? Mm-hmm. They're really an old man's club there at the Grammys. Regrettably, I used two words, step up, that when taken out of context, do not convey my beliefs and the point I was trying to make. But still, I think his point was 
He's trying to say that more women should, should be producers be the- and directors yeah, of music stuff. If, but if they can't even get that first thing, Step Up has no place. Yeah. Those words, he still doesn't get yep. why Step Up is offensive. Women have been, this. he still misses the point. You're right. they got to be hired in the first place. No, exactly. <laughs> and that's what he should need, have women said. Women have been trying for a long time to get certain jobs so and haven't been hired. Yeah. Yeah. So he still doesn't get why yep. Step Up is offensive. Yep. So, Neil, we send you back to the dog pound. I love it. To the mm-hmm. dog pound, no less. Okay. Megan Kelly. Oh, Who? page six has a juicy, oh, juicy, juicy story. Me. Apparently, Megan Kelly threw a fit. Over Katie Couric's Olympic gig. Because remember, Megan Kelly is the $23 million a year contract player who's not going to cover the Olympics for NBC. She's Why? staying behind. Why? Why, Julia? She's Why? staying behind the man, the, the fat. I can't even believe she would even have a fit about that because doesn't she know that people don't like her? How does she not know? I, when I don't people know. don't watch your show or listen to your show, that's a sign. Yeah, That's a sign. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand how she doesn't know. Katie Couric is, she is such a great representation. That was such a good fix for them without the Matt Lauer because mm-hmm. he always did it. Katie Couric was just the perfect choice. Even if it would have been Meredith, Meredith Vieira and Katie Couric. It I was think like Meredith perfect. is doing some special stuff for them. She yeah, does have it's that. It's perfect. Yeah. I mean, but but to even say that it should have been me. Oh, boy. I don't know why she doesn't realize uh that she's no bueno no, no bueno yeah mm-hmm. okay so we totally believe that yep. story uh here's another one david beckham's family won't move with him to the u.s for his soccer team you know he's starting a soccer team is he starting miami. one or is he just playing starting one? he's starting he a mls yeah. miami an expansion team he's oh, an God. expansion team he's going to leave the family behind he said whenever they can they'll be coming over they don't want to move. They already tried the L.A. move. <laughs> They're all in school. They're in school, Except for the yeah. oldest boy, but all the other kids are more in school. They're young, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope, not going to happen. Yeah. A v- video of Victoria was played in the background, and in the short clip, she said, we can't wait to be spending more time in Oh, God, Miami. that's so That's all not true. Okay, Justin Bieber's <laughs> Latin Grammy was sent to the wrong guy. That's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. It was sent to Carlos Escalona Cruz's house. Uh, he Instagrammed it on Monday. That's kind of funny. He said, I was expecting a Grammy for Mark Anthony, and I received Justin Bieber Grammy for Despacito Remix. Oh, my gosh. It, he was awaiting the Mark Anthony Children's a- Album, which won a Latin Grammy. Oh, Mark funny. Anthony for Babies. Yeah. Instead, he got Bieber's Despacito. Oh, God. Uh, Nick Cannon says quitting America's Got Talent was the best decision of his life. Tell me why he said that. Well, he said... I um, think he was suffering. I think he has a an autoimmune, like lupus or something. Doesn't he have something? Because mm. he started wearing turbans. Something was happening with his hair. I think something was going on with his health. Because don't you remember his health failed when he was back with Mariah oh, yeah, Carey yeah, and yeah. Aspen? Yeah. Over a Christmas holiday or something? There was something with his health. I... He, it is lupus. It is Thank lupus. Thank you. I knew yeah. he had something. Yeah. He and ju- it was flaring up a lot and the he, stress of it. He told... Uh, he was at a Febreze launch for a hashtag bleep don't stink campaign. I love that. And he said that leaving the show was a chance to take charge and show I wasn't just a person for hire. 
uh, I will speak my mind and always be on the side of artists. And it was because he'd done a Comedy Central special. I remember, yep. And then the NBC suits got all up in his business. Saying you couldn't say he's... this, that, and the other thing or whatever. He's and like, it's my a, dad. Then they let that awful Megyn Kelly. I don't blame him, Nick Cannon. <laughs> Jeez, get away from NBC. But I do know that things were flaring up on his, with his But lupus again, and I wouldn't, yep. we wouldn't like it if anyone around here tried to tell us no. what to say. We would on, absolutely on a, hate it. On a Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon doing something fun well even on our show we wouldn't want them to tell us what we couldn't or couldn't say out loud on the air i mean mm-hmm. it's really uh, how has that gone over Lori? if anyone ever told you what to say and not to say i'm gonna do whatever i want that's right and then i'm gonna oh, say never I, complain I, never explain i've witnessed a few of those occurrences <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna do that <laughs> do you like the Grey's anatomy spinoff show name Station 19, it's the name of an old bar right down University. That's here. right. That's right. Remember Julia. Station 19? Oh, yeah. they, they said we really wanted to settle on the perfect name. It's so funny. It's it, like, duh. It's Seattle Fire Station 19 in Seattle in the same universe as Grey's Anatomy. And the new firehouse will be blocks away from Grey Sloan Memorial. Speaking of which, I wonder if that guy at the Graduate Hotel has surrendered yet. He has. He has. Oh, thank God. All right, that must have just happened. All right, thanks, Danny. All right, boys and girls, we will be back.